This is Window on the East, a podcast from BNE Intellinews. Subscribe at bne.eu. Hello and welcome to Window on the East with me, Ben Aris, the editor of BNE Intellinews. I was recently in Cyprus at the EBRT's annual meeting and had a chance to catch up with Sergei Guriev, the chief economist of the bank. We started by talking about where the ruble might go this year. Specifically about the ruble, in so much as it affects lots of things, like yeah. pensions and yeah. trade, yeah. And yeah. Uh, but there seems to be a lot of uncertainty about where it's going to go. I, mean, I think everyone's taking a default 60 rubles to the dollar. Yeah. Um, where, what's your view on that? So we don't take a view. On, on ruble, we we think that it will stay uh, broadly stable. Today in the press conference, I will say that ruble is a is above what oil would suggest, mm. which reflects some capital inflows. Um, I will not speculate on this. Mm. I think between us, it reflects some relaxation of informal sanctions, mm. in the sense that investors are no longer afraid that Treasury will call them. And Treasury has no people to call, so maybe that, that is something which is happening. But uh, in, in purely economic terms, we see that ruble is stronger than oil would suggest. For example, Tenge is where oil would suggest, but ruble is a bit stronger. And I actually have a number which I forgot, but there is a chart in our report which actually tells you exactly how much stronger it is. And then Ministry of Finance is worried about this, and they have their fiscal role. And we want to see this fiscal rule published, legislated, because there is a lot of speculation on what is going to happen around this fiscal rule. Because it's important in so much as it seems to me Russia's playing this game at one point, they think they, they, they would be going for cheap rule in order to give a stimulus to yeah. industry and yeah. maybe even do some exports. I mean, yeah. talks of yeah. to do car exports. Yeah. Yeah. But on the other hand, the whole fixed investment renewal of the economy, yeah. now the military is finished, yeah. um, depends on having a stronger yeah. And so there has to be a happy medium. Yeah. Um, but do you think the Kremlin is actually looking for this happy medium? It knows what number it wants to get. So, so our advice is to keep floating exchange rate, which means if reserves are stable, which they more or less are, this is where ruble should be. Uh, the Ministry of Finance is now saying we need a weaker ruble. And uh, I think we will see in the coming months whether the central bank, which seems to prefer floating exchange rate, and Ministry of Finance, which wants a weaker ruble, the Ministry of Economy as well, uh, will prevail. And so eventually we don't know what's going to happen. Talking about this, o- often, often. Um, Honestly, uh, Kremlin doesn't like instability. And previously, uh, people would say weaker ruble implies high inflation. Now, inflation is under control. So you may see some weaker ruble. Talking about this, um, in May, Kudrin's due to submit this plan to Putin. Uh, And there seems to be, again, an intellectual debate between Kudrin's team and the Stolyevkin Club mm-hmm. which are looking for Keynesian yeah. borrow heavily, dump a load of money in the economy. I mean, do you, do you have any idea of which direction this is going? Or, uh, I mean, you used to be the architect for all of this. You, you oversell uh, my contribution. <laughs> yeah. I think I think the decision is Putin's. And I think Kudrin uh, tells the media that he will submit his ideas. 
other people will submit their ideas, and Putin will design a strategy. He's already qualified to choose, though, is he? Uh, he has advisors. Uh, there is uh, Mr. Belosov. We also see that our governor, Mr. Areshkin, is playing an uh, increasingly important role. So there will be some choices. And of the two choices, which one would you prefer? Because they would work in theory, right? Uh, no. I think uh, there is a clear choice in favor of Kudrin's ideas. Uh, 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 yeah, growth comes from productivity growth. Uh, inflation kills growth. And when you talk about Stalipin Club being a Keynesian, this is not what they say. They say, we want to print a lot of money and give cheap credit to selected enterprises. And this is what people in our community, in international financial institutions, called chronic capitalism. So some businesses will benefit at the expense of those pensioners you mentioned. And this is not something that creates competitiveness. This is not something that creates incentives to increase productivity. And therefore, this is not something that creates growth. Competition is something we support. Inclusion is something we support. Good governance is something we support. And uh, allocating cheap credit at the expense of higher inflation to selected companies is not something which is a good policy for long-term growth. Now, there are parts of Stolypian agenda which is driven mostly by Mr. Titov rather than Mr. Glazev, which is deregulation, improving business regulations, pro-business regulation, pro-market regulation. That we, of course, support. But this is also something that Kudrin supports as well. Okay. So, thank you, <laughs> thank you, Ben. Good to see you.